Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 84, which we are recording on Tuesday, March 17th, 2015, and it's St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> well, it won't be by the time you hear this, but true. Charlene and I are both sporting our green. We're being good sports. I have like yes. a light mint green and she has a real shamrocky green. And I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So what are you wearing? I am wearing my Rayune sweater. Rayune is a pattern by Kirsten Johnstone. I knit this um, last summer in July. So July of 2014. And the big story about this sweater is the yarn. I got this yarn back at Stitches 2014, so February of 2014, and it is Dragonfly Fibers Pixie in the Firecracker colorway. Love the yarn, love the color. So pretty. <laughs> Firecracker was one of those colors that I think almost everybody that I saw Almost everybody got at least one skein of firecracker. I shouldn't say everybody, but it was many, very popular. Yes. It was very popular. Many people came away with at least one skein in the firecracker colorway, many different bases. But I noticed in the year following stitches, many projects were knit in this colorway. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It is. And as the name suggests, it's somewhat reminiscent of fireworks. It's a very dark brown purpley purpley brown background with bright jewel tone not not specks but just areas in the yarn and it it just looks multicolored of jewel tones a bright red a, a turquoisey a yellow it's, it's really fun it's very happy <laughs> it is and then the reune sweater is a short-sleeved open front cardigan that is very good for warmer weather i'm having it's perfect for today looks yeah, good over my green t-shirt <laughs> we're having our bizarre santa cruz warmer weather it was yes, 90 are. degrees this weekend <laughs> saturday in santa cruz which is never never gets hot like that in march i have a sunburn from taking the dog to the beach on Saturday. I had sunscreen on my face and I didn't even think about putting it anywhere else. Foolish me, it's March. Who needs right. to put on sunscreen? Right. Fool. <laughs> so how about you, Gail? What are you wearing aside from your little happy green t-shirt? I am wearing my Zephyr Cove Chalette, which is a pattern by Rosemary or Rami Hill. And it's knit in two colors, a beautiful purple and a beautiful pink. And it's a fun shawl that's all garter stitch. And now that I love all things garter stitch, I pulled this out <laughs> of the closet today. It does not match what I'm wearing at all, but I love it anyways. It's very pretty. And it's knit. It's fun. It's knit. It's an elongated triangle that has pico bind off on one edge and a lace edge on the other side. And it's solid purple. And then it's striped purple and pink. And then it's solid pink at the top. So it's two colors, but they are solid and then striped in one area. And it's just comfy and soft and squishy, and it makes me happy. So that's Zephyr Cove by Romy Hill. Very nice. As I wrap it back around my neck again. Earlier today, I went for a walk on West Cliff Drive with my friend Melissa, and I was wearing my Valerie cardigan 
my rainbow mitts and my pink bow little shawlette because I expected <laughs> it to be windy and cold down there. Then I ended up carrying all of those hand knits because it was not cold. But It was definitely windy, but it wasn't too By the cold. time we got down there, the wind was gone. Oh, really? I expected, yeah, I was prepared for cold because yeah, it was a giant hood morning, on my sweater. It was definitely windy. It was windy last night, too, mm -hmm. so I was prepared. <laughs> but that's what I'm wearing. So what have you been stocking lately? Well, in celebration of the very warm weather, I have had summer tops and summer shirts on the brain. And at Stitches this year, I bought some cotton yarn and cotton weight, cotton fingering weight yarn. And I had originally had plans to knit a, a top that Gail knit last year. What was the Liesl. top you? Liesl, that's right. By Coco Knits. So I started looking at the pictures of the Liesl, and of course, like you do, that leads to other things on Ravelry. Uh -huh. And I've discovered a couple other contenders for the yarn. One of them is from a book we reviewed. Let's see, we talked about this way back in episode 66, which was in July of last summer. So 2000, July 2014. So from the book, Julie Turgeman's book, Knits That Breathe, there was a top in there called Zephyr, which I remember I had picked out as something I could potentially get a lot of wear out of. And so I'm looking at that one again. Zephyr is a short sleeve Can top. I interrupt you for just a second? Yeah. We did it again. I'm wearing Zephyr Cove. And you're oh, stocking a pattern called Zephyr. How weird is that? That is interesting. Huh? Oh, sorry. I just got to chill. That's so bizarre. <laughs> sorry to interrupt you, but That's I had funny. to say that. That's funny. I'm glad you did because I wouldn't have noticed that now. But then when I did the show notes, I totally would have yep. noticed that. So, so Zephyr is a short sleeve top with a lace inset panel across the front in the yoke. And then a lace edging on the bottom. It's got a... It looks like it's slightly A-line, so it's got a little bit of a flare, and it even has hip pockets in the model. I'm not sure if I would add pockets because that would just be another layer, so I'm not really sure about that. But the top itself is quite cute, and like I said, I did pick this one out as one that I would potentially make last summer, but I knew I wouldn't make it last year as we were heading into fall. And now it's a definite possibility. I have enough yarn. I have two skeins of the cotton yarn that I purchased. And that one is a contender. Another one that is a contender is a pattern that was published just recently. I want to say only about a week ago in the latest edition of Knitty Magazine. It's their spring and summer 2015 issue. And I was quite happy to see something that interested me because I haven't found anything in Knitty that has compelled me to knit it probably in years. You and I both, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, it's always an interesting publication to look at, but I haven't found a lot of their patterns in recent years very compelling. So this one I thought was very cute. It is, this one is definitely an A-line top and it's sleeveless. And the bottom flare has a really flowing skirt. And the photos of the garment are really nice. They kind of show the movement of the piece. Let me show Gail. Oh, yeah. That How it flows. Cute. I saw that one. It, it's just really sweet. I like that. 
And she has really nice arms, too. Yes. <laughs> the model. She does. She does. And it's very nice. And so this one is called Mia, and it's by Jennifer Wood. I should have said that in the beginning, and I just realized I don't think I did. So like I said, it's from Nitty. So the pattern is free online at Nitty Magazine, and it's really tempting. I don't know. Sleeves or sleeveless? Those are the the big... The big differences between the two tops. I don't know which one will win out. Right now, I think I'm kind of leaning towards the Mia. I think it's really cute. Well, and you look really cute in sleeveless tops. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think it would just be really fun to wear with a skirt, summertime. It does look like it would be super cute mm -hmm. styled that way. Yeah, I, I like the A-line shaping. It feels very contemporary. It's a little bit longer. You can wear it with the skinny pants or the skinny skirts, whatever. So <laughs> I like it. It looks fun. Cute. Yeah, I do too. And then the third thing that I have been stocking is a new pattern by Carrie Bostic Hodge. And I had previously queued one of her patterns. Well, I, I think I may have even talked about stocking it called Lila, L-I-L-A. And that sweater was just knit by someone in our group, Katie. Katie Emma. Katie yeah. Emma, yes. She just finished a beautiful navy version of the Leela. And it was done spun. in hand spun. Yeah, yes, I was going to say that. Hers is just gorgeous. And so I saw her post, her picture, her finished object picture on Instagram. And I fell in love with the sweater all over again. It's in our group, too. In it, the, yes, yeah. it is. In the finished objects thread, or you can, she has it on Instagram. And then I realized that the designer, Carrie Bostic Hodge, has just published, also probably within the last two weeks, a pattern that's a quote-unquote light version of it. It's called Leela Light. And it's for fingering weight yarn. Oh. <laughs> and so how can I pass that up? Because it was really, even though I did like the pattern, a heavier weight pullover. Do I really need another heavier mm -hmm. weight pullover? I've got a couple that I wore in fairly regular rotation in my wardrobe the past few months when it was colder I mean the, the the few cold days it, well we... that's that's exactly <laughs> it I I I had two sweaters that I kept switching off wearing and I didn't wear them that often but I'm not sure I really need another one right now as we are in the middle of the extreme drought so the light version very attractive fingering very attractive yeah. I have lots of that in so my stash I. And it's a very sweet little pullover with a, how do I say, uneven hem? Um, irre not irregular. The bottom hem is longer. The, the, the back. back hem yeah. is longer. The front comes up. The light version in the pattern picture is done at a tunic length, whereas the original version is done in a short length. So you can do either. She has yarn requirements for either the shorter body length or the longer body length. So you can choose. And I believe it is top down. So if you had enough yarn, you could just see how far you can go or see if you like the like it shorter. Yeah. Make it to fit, of course. So that one, definitely a contender. Definitely Super cute. lighter weight and yeah, 
I'm looking forward to knitting one of those very soon. <laughs> so cute. We just love all the things that Katie knits because I was talking about her Arabella last episode. Yeah. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She's got very, very nice style. Her, very her nice style, style aesthetic is and very charming. Very impressive to have completed that in her own hand Hands spun. Yeah. Kudos for doing that. Yeah. So. How about you? What are you stocking? I'm stocking two kind of categories of things. So the first one, I'm stocking yarn. So I've talked many times about wanting to knit my own log cabin blanket, mm -hmm. and I decided to do it. And mm. I was going to shop for yarn for it at Stitches, but it was too hard to try to find <laughs> the right type of yarn in that environment because there's so much to see it was almost impossible to try to focus on oh i need a dk to worsted weight and it has to be in these color palette and so i decided not to try to do it at stitches so i've been doing it since i got home because isabel from the fluffy fibers podcast if you don't listen to it it's charming she is a french woman who lives in Montpellier and I lived very close to that when I was in France for the two years so when she talks about southern France I can actually imagine what she means and she is doing a gentle along in her podcast group which the whole intention is to choose something that makes you feel like you're treating yourself well and you're not stressing yourself out in any way and you're being gentle to yourself and I thought about it for about a week or two and I couldn't decide oh do I want to do a garment or a shawl and I thought what I really want to do is knit myself this blanket it would just make <laughs> me happy to knit it it would be beautiful in the house it would be wonderful to snuggle up in it I know Max will steal it the second that it's done <laughs> he's gonna steal it but that's cool too because he really wants me to knit him a blanket so it will be well used it will be well loved and I decided that even though it's a gentle along I, because I'm being gentle to myself, I don't feel any pressure to have a deadline. It's going to be a blanket. Yay, it's going to take no a long deadline. time. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't have any pressing need. It's plenty right. warm here right now. We don't need a blanket immediately. And so I've been stocking yarn. I'm going to use Madeline Tosh DK Twist base. And I've pretty much accumulated all of the yarn. I almost hauled it all over here to show you today, but there was just so much of it. I'm using Jewel Tones. So if you're familiar with Madeline Tosh yarns, I have Arctic, which is a Jewel Blue. I have Coquette, which is a Jewel Pink. Mm -hmm. Tarte, which is a Jewel Red. I have a skein of Hearth, which is a Jewel Orange. Oh. And one of Tidal Basin, which is a Teal. And one of purple basil, which is a very, very dark jewel purple. I love purple basil. Wait until you see it. I should have brought that to show you. <laughs> I would you. have loved to have seen that. I will I bring it. I love purple basil. It's really, really Every pretty. Every time I have ever seen a project finished in purple basil, I fall in love with it. <laughs> yeah, it's really beautiful. It's very, very deep and rich. And I have all these skeins already wound up so I can start whenever I want. But they're all very dark. So... Mm -hmm. It's a little darker than I was hoping it would be, but it will hide dirt better that way. And my dog <laughs> has black hair, so that's, that's better. But the other thing that I really wanted was I wanted a skein of yellow and I wanted gilded, which is a deep, beautiful jewel kind of yellow, goldy yellow. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to part with a skein of theirs. So last week, well, it's probably still on sale right now. 
neighborhood fiber company her studio sport weight yarn she is discontinuing that because she's actually i think she's just renaming it to studio dk, DK right. so she put that on sale for twenty dollars a skein and they are 355 yard skeins so very generous skein and i looked through the colors and i bought del rey which was a yellow that we picked out for me at stitches bless you and it's a goldish yellow so i ordered a skein of that on the sale and when it arrives i'm hoping it's going to work with the color yeah. palette and then i'm going to cast on for my log cabin blanket so that's the long way of talking about the project so i'm stocking the project but more yarn for the project right. so i'm super excited i'll probably have that on the needles by this weekend maybe Yay. so i'll get to start that self-indulgent gentle knit <laughs> before our pro our knit along is over and the other thing I've been stocking are two color shawls. And funny, that's what I'm wearing that's today. What you're wearing. Yeah. I have two colors of candy skein fingering weight yarn, one in pumpkin spice, which is a beautiful deep orange fall color, and another in black currant, which is actually a brilliant, beautiful purple. And Lisa Much has a new a new collection of shawls mm -hmm. out right now. One of them is called Salacious, and it is a crescent-shaped crescent shaped shawl, <laughs> knit and garter stitch, exactly. And it's striped and it's very pretty. And that's kind of one of the highest contenders for that spot right now. And the other is Cameo, which is by Paulina Popielek. And there have been a lot of projects knit for Cameo. And Robbie, Photo Knit Gal, she knit one recently and it's just beautiful. So it's a little, Cameo is a little fancier. It has some lace and other things in it and salacious is much more just straight across mm -hmm. so i'm going back and forth between the two of those but those are the other things i'm stocking so if you have any great suggestions for a two-color shawl that's mostly garter stitch let me know that's my thing <laughs> lately they're so much fun to knit too they are so i'm loving my I two just color love shawls. the squishiness yeah I, every time i i reach up to my neck you i squish, squish. <laughs> it's very funny people must wonder what is she doing <laughs> So that's what I'm stocking. And what are you knitting? I've got a few things on the needles. Yay me. If you remember <laughs> one of my stash down goals for the year, although I haven't posted an update in the thread about this, but one of my original goals was to get more things on the needles. Yeah. And I have been. Yay. The only thing I need right now is to get a pair of socks on the needles. Because I want to have also have a pair of socks going. So that those was... are purse knitting, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. And the reason I haven't is because one of the things I've been working on that is in my hands right now, actually, is just a scrappy hat. So it's kind of taken the place of that. But I've hit the the part of the hat that's just stockinette because I knit a brim and garter, and so the the main portion of the hat is going to be in stockinette. So I always feel like once I hit that, it's almost to the decreases yeah. already, you know, You're so I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be finishing this today. soon or <laughs> per, probably not today because I only have been picking this up occasionally, but that was one of the things that I'm working on. So hopefully I will get socks on it. We'll see. Yay. But the first thing that I wanted to mention is my Heaven and Space shawl by Martina Beam. I have not 
really picked this one up that much. It's having that effect that every time I start knitting on it, I fall asleep. <laughs> it's the soporific shawl project. It's, yeah, you know, every once in a while there's a project that does that to me. There's something about the stitch pattern. Maybe it's very rhythmic or I don't know. Maybe it's just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that one had that effect. So I started working more on my Chance of Showers by Heidi Kiermeyer. And I got through the main portion of the body. It's short-sleeved. I've done the sleeves. It's knit from the top down. So what I have to do next is pick up stitches to knit around back and forth for the collar. I'm really close on yardage for this one, and I knew I was going to be. So the, the sweater is as long as I wanted it to be. So I'm actually making the bottom lace portion a little bit shorter than it's written in the pattern just because it's as long as I want it to be and then I'll have hopefully enough yarn to do the collar and get all those rows in because I really like the collar and I figured if I don't like if I if I don't quite have enough I can always take off a few rows on each of the arms because the the sleeves are both they might be a touch too long, and I might end up taking a little bit off of each sleeve anyway. So we'll see on that. And then the third thing that I am working on, and actually Gail is also working on this one, so I'm not going to say too much about it. We're both working on a test knit for Hohi Locatelli called Gather Together, which we were laughing about because it's a larger sweater, with a cabled yoke. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's going to be an outerwear type coat for us. So we're laughing because here it is. Seven, between 70 and 90 degrees here already <laughs> in March. And for some reason, we're both working on cabled coats. Go figure. In worsted weight yarn. <laughs> yes. It goes by very quickly. It's a very quick knit. but Yes. So that one is a little... It's just... A little hmm, something to make you smile about our inconsistencies mm. but there you have it <laughs> it's a perfect ex I wrote down that it's a perfect example of not knowing what you need to be knitting but there you have it <laughs> we knit what we want to knit we knit what we want to knit exactly. that's true and sometimes it's not always what we need to wear yes that's that's the way it goes. there will be another cold day eventually so did you want to add anything about working on that as we transition to what are you knitting on Gail? <laughs> well I've been kind of monogamous on this one just because I don't know why it bit me. I think it's I love the yarn. I'm using Erin by Imperial Stock Ranch that was dyed by Madeline Tosh. So it's in Madeline Tosh's Silver Fox colorway and it's beautiful light gray. I love the yarn. I love the color. The pattern has been very fun and a lot of my favorite knitting people are knitting it also. So yeah. it's been fun that way, just like a big group knit along. And it's not a secret test knit, so we can talk about it. But it's a very interesting construction. If you've knit the Jenica hoodie, it's somewhat similar where you start with a cable that goes around as like a circular yoke. And then you pick up stitches and knit down from there. And you pick up stitches and knit up from there. And it's an A-line shape, so there's a lot of yardage 
which why for us it will become a coat it's how charlene and i both will probably wear this garment but it's just fabulous it's unique and like i said i love the yarn and i love the color of the yarn so they're both keeping me happy so are you working on anything else i not really because it's okay. monogamous <laughs> i've my crazy stripes tea will be back on the needles as soon as this is finished this will be finished i'm hoping i can get it done by saturday because it's the oh, end of wow. our knit along I'll see how quickly I can knit sleeves. I have a bad tendency to triple knit sleeves because I, <laughs> it takes three tries to get them to a width and everything that I like. But well, we'll see. You like it the way you like it. Exactly. That's a good thing. But Mike's sweater also, to give you an update on that, finished the swatch, haven't washed the swatch. So I need to do that. And then I will be starting on his sweater before the end of the month because that was one of my Love Your Stash goals was to have that mm -hmm. sweater started. So that will be achieved. Okay. Yay. So yeah, I'm not knitting very much. And I haven't finished anything in the last two weeks. Have you? I have actually. I've, well, okay, one finished object that's not mine, but that I have to tell you all about. Max knit himself a hat. Oh. <laughs> it was so cool. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen some of the pictures. He declared not very long ago, probably a month or two, I want to knit a hat. I said, okay. I remember. Yeah. So he finished his hat. Oh, probably about a week and a half ago now and he doesn't wear his penguin hat anymore because he oh. wears his own hat and it's perfect his tension was even the whole time he knits very very tightly so he was struggling to get the the stitches to move around on his circular needle oh. and the double pointed needle decreases were a little challenging for him I had to step in a lot and help rescue stitches that were going wrong but he was so proud of himself for good reason. It was, it is a beautiful hat, and he it looks fabulous on him. It's a lot of different greens and a little bit of blue, and it just makes his eyes look so amazingly blue. Nice. So yeah, fabulous fo. And on the subject of hats, I have finished both both heart hats for baby by Eba Design, which is a free pattern on Ravelry. These are hats that I'm knitting for. Our listener Amanda who is smiley 50 on Ravelry she's pregnant with twins so those hats are for the twins and then for her boys I knit helix stripe hats and all four hats are knit with Madeline Tosh DK twist in cosmic wonder dust alpine blue and citrus so they're either striped or they're the heart motif is one of the contrasting colors and they're all super super cute I blocked them all yesterday actually ended up knitting five hats because <laughs> as often happens with me when I knit a hat it ends up too big mm -hmm. and I've decided that one I probably have a small head and two I just don't swatch for my hats so yeah. if I swatch yeah. then maybe they would fit better but I knit cosmic wonder dust and citrus helix striped hat and it was super super cute but it was humongous I put it on max <laughs> and it covered up his eyes so it's like okay well that one obviously isn't going to a boy even though she said you know knit an adult size hat for them because their heads are just about adult size so I knit that one and then went back and knit two smaller ones it took out 10 of the stitches and didn't knit as far before I started the decreases. So one charity hat and then a family's worth of hats. So that's what I finished. They're all super cute too. And they're squishy DK twist. It's only available through Madeline Tosh's website. So you can't get it retail yet, but it's a really nice base. It's called DK, but I think it's really a worsted weight yarn. So mm. I really mm -hmm. like it. And the cosmic wonder dust color is just yeah, fabulous. I love it. So it was too. a pleasure to knit. So that's what I've finished. Okay. 
So we have a special feature segment yeah. that's kind of almost going to start being its own little segment of the podcast. It, it will be important eventually. Well, it's important now. Yes. But it will be, we'll talk about this more often. And what we wanted to talk about is stash. Yeah. So in, the, in honor of the love you stash, love you stash. Love the stash you have. Love you stash. Love, we love you stash. <laughs> that worked. We it was Charlene's brilliant idea to talk. We've never really talked about our stashes. I don't think we have. We haven't. We've always kind of skirted around it as a subject, but we never really found a way to focus on it. And the whole love your stash movement is helping us focus more and think about our stash. <laughs> it's true. And we just wanted to share a little bit about how we feel about stashing and then in weeks to come perhaps share items from our stash about our stash we'll see how it evolves because we've also never really had an enabling section we don't talk about the yarns we purchase and add to our stash you hear about them as we're knitting as we're knitting them yeah so this is a way to embrace our stash right without (laughs) without talking about necessarily acquiring it. Right, right. And even yarns that have been in our stash for a while and yep. have been acquired recently, they're equally important. Yep. And equal equal players in the field of stash, I should say. Just as well loved. <laughs> yes. So I don't I don't think I stash a lot. You don't, I don't think, compared to most. I don't have... You've heard me say that I don't have a lot of room. Well, I don't have a lot of room. (laughs) We live four people in a relatively small house. I think small, perhaps, by many parts of the country standards. Not necessarily small for a California bungalow. It's kind of average for a California bungalow. But it's, it's on the smaller side of things. And I keep, it's a dresser that I keep most of my knitting supplies in and my stash in. And I don't want to outgrow that because if I outgrow that, then I'm going to have to find other places to keep yarn. <laughs> and I really don't want to find other places to keep yarn. Like my child's closet. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't think that I have a a huge stash, although I do have quite a few things in stash. I do have several sweater quantities. I have lots of single skeins. If I want to make a hat or a shawl, I definitely have choices. So it, I've, I've chosen yarns that I definitely love, that I definitely want to work with. Things that I don't love, I try to... Well, I either don't purchase, or if they've come to me another way, I try to keep keep them moving. I guess I should say keep. I, I try to find them a loving home, <laughs> and I've also given things away. Just given things away to goodwill, and then there have been scraps that have just gone into the garbage too because I was tired of having scraps around. <laughs> <laughs> and part of it is economy I think for me as well I don't talk about it on the podcast that much but I was laid off several years ago and I learned how to live lean 
during that time. My husband was also laid off twice at about the same time. So yarn or money for yarn was non-existent for a while and I lived off my stash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I learned economy at that time and I think I still have a little bit of that influencing my acquisitions and my purchases. That's I, healthy though. Yeah, I do try to buy yarn thoughtfully perhaps with a project in mind. I don't always have a perfect project in mind. And to be honest, having a yarn that I really love and looking for a project is one of my favorite things to do. Yes. <laughs> I love, that's, that's one of the joyful things about Stash for me. I love looking at patterns and thinking about the possibilities for this wonderful yarn that I have in hand. Fantasizing. Fantasy knitting, yes. <laughs> it's knit <Definitely>. fantasy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how about you? What what are your well, thoughts? Well my stash is significantly larger than yours. And when I started knitting, I think I would became a capital K knitter about three years before we left for France. And I didn't have a stash at all. And right before we left for France, I went to my first stitches with Charlene with the intention of buying some things. I had projects picked out, mm -hmm. specific things I wanted to knit. I think I only bought one skein of yarn, maybe two, that were not on my list. But because I knew I was leaving the country, I thought for a year at that time, I wanted to bring yarn with mm -hmm. me so that I could knit because I had no idea what I could and couldn't find in France. So... Then ended up spending two years in France and didn't stash much at all while I was there because one, limited space, and two, definitely limited space getting things home. Mm -hmm. But when I got home from France, it was like everything, a switch just flicked on. Oh, now I have room. <laughs> oh, now I don't need to worry about it. Oh, and I swear that year I just went wild. That first year back from France, I bought a lot of yarn, some of which is still in my stash. And I love my stash. Mm. I love mm -hmm. it. And you I should. There are very few purchases I regret, and nearly all of them were sale yarn. So that's oh. my Achilles heel is I will, like, when Yarn Dogs, a local yarn store in Los Gatos, closed, I bought a lot of yarn that is still sitting in my stash without a purpose. And it was all 50% off. And mm -hmm. that was the reason that I should just, oh, buy this skein and that skein and this skein and that skein. And I checked my, this D stash I have listed in Ravelry and almost a third of it is yarn that I bought on sale. So to me, that just is my, my awareness this year as I've been loving my stash is don't fall for the sales. If you're going to buy sale yarn, that's okay if you know what you're going to do with it and it's mm -hmm. not just a knee-jerk reaction to 50% off. So when Neighborhood Fiber Company had their DK, I'm sorry, Studio Sport go on sale, I was very focused and conscious about what I was buying and why. I didn't, oh, I like this color, so I'm going to buy a sweater quantity. I didn't do anything like that. So what I have learned over the last three months when focus since my focus has been on my stash is that it's really a well curated collection mm -hmm. i'm very happy i have a lot <laughs> i have more than i need i could knit it in a sable stash acquired beyond life expectancy i definitely qualify 
but I love it all. There, yeah. you know, there is some that I do have up in D stash, so I can't say I love it all, but even the stuff that's in D stash, I would knit, but it's just not, I would rather it not weigh me down. Mm-hmm. So a very well curated collection. And I was also thinking on the way here, I had a, a very tumultuous parental weekend <laughs> and your stash and your knitting is something that you can control. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things in life that you can't control and your stash, you can. So knowing that I have this well-curated thing in my life, and I'm not usually very materialistic. I'm not mm-hmm. a materialistic person. But when it comes to yarn, I cherish my stash. I really like it. I have yeah. a an almost emotional co- connection to it. Yeah. I love the colors. I love the sensations of touching it. I love everything about my yarn. I love knitting it. And to me... It's an investment in myself because, like you said, you learn to live lean because you had an economical reason to do it. And I'm finding that it makes me feel really, really good to knit for my stash because I bought that yarn because I loved it. Right. And it's there. It's wanting to be knit. It's entertaining just to look at. It's even more (laughs) entertaining to actually knit with it. And then you get to wear whatever you finished. So... Yeah, maybe I spent a lot on that particular sweater quantity, but think of all the hours and days and years <laughs> of joy it can bring me. So, so one of my goals for the first quarter in this stash down challenge that we have going on in our Ravelry group. But it's not really a challenge. It's Everything, not a challenge, yeah. no. It's it's just a love your stash movement yes, is the way there we I go. prefer it's like, to think It's like of a, it. an awareness building yes. exercise. So one of my goals for the first quarter was to get everything that I had in my dresser on Ravelry so that I had an accurate stash. I think I have done that. Yay! I spent one afternoon after stitches when I had to move everything around to make <laughs> reorganize for things. I took everything out and then I put it back in and I think I photographed everything. It, it dawned on me the other day that I may not have done all of the fingering because I have another drawer on top, a little tiny drawer. So I'm going to have to check that. But I, I think it's it's almost 100% accurate at this point. And since that day when I got everything up on there, I can't tell you how many times I've gone to my Ravelry stash on my iPad. I'm sitting on my chair or sitting in bed or, and looked at yeah. my stash. And it's so funny because I could just walk into the next room <laughs> and look at the yarn. But there's something about the organization and having it all there on Ravelry that really makes me happy. That's why I, I've always kept mine. I love being able I to do I love that. being able to look yeah. at my stash. So you mentioned that even though you bought the yarn a couple of years ago and haven't used it, you still get happiness out of it. Yep. And I can so relate to that because, like I said, many times I've opened my stash page in my browser and I've looked at that and it makes me happy. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing about if you don't have all of your stash in Ravelry, some of the advantages of doing so, yes, you can walk to your stash hoard and look at or touch the skein, but in Ravelry, it tells you exactly how much you have. And you can, of course, click on finished projects that other people have knit with the yarn and get ideas and inspiration if you don't already have a plan for the yarn. And 
the one drawback of that is that if you're like me, then you look at all these other finished objects and then you get down the rabbit hole of, oh, well, what's that pattern? And, oh, well, what's that? And then you forget why you got onto Ravelry in the first place. <laughs> or you start buying patterns. Exactly. <laughs> so there, to me, there are many, many positives to having your stash on Ravelry in addition to just being organized and keeping track of it. Yeah. And I wanted to mention one of the things that I've noticed as at the beginning of this year, more than any other year recently, is just this whole movement towards decluttering. Yes, I know. I don't, I guess it's just one of those things that has caught on and everybody's talking about decluttering. And there seems to be, if you look at history, in terms of acquisition and commercialism and how much people buy, it, there always seems to be some ebb and flow historically. Mm -hmm. You know, people, there are years that you call, and I don't know what the official economic term is, but there are years when people buy more and there are years right. when people buy less. And there are words for that. I don't know. Them. I can't remember them right now either. But it seems to be seems to me that everywhere I'm hearing about this movement towards decluttering and getting rid of things. And so perhaps there is a movement for people to have less, but have more well-chosen items. Yes. I don't know if that's true I think you're or right. just an observation that I'm making. So I don't, I don't know. That's just... <laughs> well, Along those lines, so Marie Kando is one of the, she has a book about decluttering that's very popular. And one of the questions she says to ask yourself is, does this item bring me joy? And that was one of the most effective things that I've heard in terms of decluttering. I generally don't have a lot of clutter, except for my yarn. That's the exception. Mm -hmm. So when I've been curating the stash these last three months, if it doesn't bring me joy, I don't keep it. It mm -hmm. needs to go to someone else or be de-stashed or something because mm -hmm. why would you keep anything in your life that doesn't bring you joy unless you have to? <laughs> and like I said about having control over your knitting and your stash, we do have control over it for the most part. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you've inherited yarn that you don't really like and you're being weighed down by it, just get rid of it. Get yeah. it to a senior center or a school or Goodwill or a lot of people in the thread have talked about how they've literally just given yarn away and yeah. how happy it has made them, how liberated they felt. Like, oh my gosh, I got rid of this giant collection of acrylic yarn that someone gave to me or all of this lace weight that I, when I was buying lace weight yarn and didn't realize that I wasn't going to enjoy knitting it or whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. that just the joy and the freedom and the self-satisfaction that comes with <laughs> owning it, you know? Yeah. I own it, it doesn't own me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I'm pretty easygoing about stash. I I just feel if it makes you happy and you can afford it, go for it. Buying yarn is a lot less self-destructive than other habits people might have mm -hmm. and might spend their money on. But if your stash isn't making you happy or is a cause of stress, which seems to have been the issue, hence the whole love your stash movement, <laughs> change it. Yep. Change it and make your stash a source of pleasure and not unhappiness. And if you know having too much yarn makes you unhappy or stressful, 
It's easy to change. (laughs) Yeah. It's more like one of those things that's very easy to change. Although it's easy to say that, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people do have an emotional attachment to stuff. So, yeah, you know, sometimes it's not as easy as others. True, but then perhaps their stash wouldn't be a cause of stress in the same way. Maybe. Maybe they wouldn't be worried about having too much. I don't know. But either way, regardless of how you're feeling about your stash, the love the stash you have group, seriously positive, healthy posting. There have been so many, now that we're nearing the end of the first quarter, it's going to be a quarterly thing this year. So many people have been posting, you know, this is how I've achieved my goals or these are the goals I have achieved and these are the ones that I'm still working on or it is just so, brings me so much joy to read those mm-hmm. because all these people who are feeling so awesome about the whole thing and you know, you get to share in that and it just, it's a happy feeling. Yeah. So if you are interested in the other thing I was thinking before I got here to record, you, there are over 80 people who are participating right now and the way of human beings, if there are 80 people of all of you who are listening, who are participating, I know there are probably a lot of you who aren't participating who are also thinking the same thing. So even if you're not looking at the thread, know that there are a lot of people out there who are thinking the same thing and it's just a good feeling. So if you haven't taken the plunge. Yeah. (laughs) And one last thing that I want to say is that as we come to the end of the first quarter, if you want to share photos or comments about your stash use the hashtag love your stash oh that way brilliant. we can find each other on instagram or twitter so in addition to using if you use yarniacs so that other yarniacs can find you on instagram you can just add hashtag love your stash all one word brilliant yeah i never think fun. of that stuff <laughs> that'd be fun any final thoughts from you just that I love my stash. It makes me happy. <laughs> it's still love it your does. stash. Yep. <laughs> I love it. And thank you everybody who's been posting and stuff because that makes me happy too. Yeah, it's been really fun. Okay, do self-indulgent knit along. knit along. It's almost update. done. It is. <laughs> By the time most of you listen to this, it will be done. Mm-hmm. It ends this Saturday, March twenty-first at midnight, or whenever one of us closes closes the thread. <laughs> yeah, that's you know sleep dependent. I'm usually awake at midnight, but. So very exciting. There are, last time I looked, there were over 200 projects, finished projects Mm -hmm. already. So fabulous, amazing work. I'm just, I'm so stunned by how beautiful all the projects are. And I did want to list the prizes one more time because it's so exciting. And we have so many great people who are donating prizes. And I got another PM this morning from Amy Yo Yokohama. She was talking about donating a prize too, so there may be another one that's not on this list. However, the prizes so far, there is a sweater quantity, three skeins of Woolmise DK. There is a kit of Miss Babs Kilimanjaro, and that's from Robbie. There is a skein of Madeline Tosh Tosh DK in turquoise, and that's from Lori, Boston Mama 3. Shasta, Shasta Daisy Knits, has donated a skein of yarn. We have a skein of Shalimar homage yarn in the oyster colorway and that's from trish who is tie-dye diva and we have a skein of madeline tosh sock <laughs> in the extra special color mocking jay and that's from ann who is mad stasher patterns we have the vivacious ebook which is a fiber space collection that we've talked about we have patterns from yelena m dasher designs 
Jen Emerson, Pinaguri, and Pinaguri is the designer behind the Angry Sheep Cardi, Estella Haynes, and we have the Chromatic Circle Cowl, which is by Vanessa Polo. She's donating one of her cowls as well. And I want to say that there's another one that I didn't write down. Oh, shame on me. So there are at least 14, 15, 16 prizes right now. So lots of good chances to win. And oh, I wish I could give all of you a prize because <laughs> it's just that cool. So yes, the knit along ends soon. And the first quarter of Love Your Stash ends soon. Mm -hmm. So, And there yeah. are prizes for that as well. And none of them include more yarn. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly it's patterns and project bags and cool other things that you can use in your stash and knitting life that aren't additional stash. Right. So that was kind of the goal with that. Sounds great. Yeah. So okay. thanks for listening. A little bit shorter episode than now. Yeah. yeah. So until next time, and then Happy. hopefully we'll have more about stash. Yes. I'm raising my eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Happy knitting, everyone. Happy Bye. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniacs Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniacs.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniacs Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.